I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. And we're going to watch Breaking Bad. In reverse. Breaking Backwards? Sure. Okay. Adam, wake the fuck up. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Breaking Backwards. I'm Adam. And I'm Meg. Mm -hmm. This show, watch Breaking Backwards, Breaking Bad, in reverse. Uh, Sometimes we talk about other stuff, like baseball or Mitt Romney or... uh, I think that's just just those two things. Yeah, and the WNBA one time. That was a while ago, but we had a good talk about it. Okay, okay, okay. That was the closet days. Together? That was the closet together days. Those those beautiful five episodes we'll never get back. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still exist out there. They're still preserved. That is true. Probably they in the are. Library of Congress, I'm guessing. Uh-huh. I've sent them a lot of letters. Uh, so we <laughs> just watched, and I apologize. Guys, usually Meg's the tired one, but I'm the tie tie boy today. So, okay, we got to get through this. Okay, Meg, you're going to have to drive this one. Oh, boy. But, I'll yeah. give it my best shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... What's this episode called? Bullet points. Uh, bullet points. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Meg, how'd you feel about it? I I like this one. Uh, it, this is a transitional episode that set up a lot of things for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, gave light to some things, but had me, and it it gave light to a lot of things, but it definitely hinted at some more things that are yet to be seen. Yeah. So yeah. There's a lot of um. I feel like there's been a lot of transition episodes in a row, and I kind of remember feeling that way. When I watched season four originally, uh, uh, yeah, it, it feels kind of uh, like build, 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 and then the last four are like, like a bunch of stuff happens. But um, it's so interesting to think about that because I um, cannot remember. Okay, well, I remember the last four having an explosion in it and a couple <laughs> death attempts. So I shouldn't say that. No, every time we go through a season, we get to the, this is the second time this has happened now. Every time we go through a season and we get to the beginning of the actual season, it's hard to recognize it as like a full se- like season of television, but we're like 25, 26 episodes in now. That's almost halfway there. You know, it's pretty wild. That's nuts. Wow. We were yeah. so young back in the old days. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, should uh, do you want to take a quick sojourn elsewhere before we get into the episode? I think that sounds like a lovely time. Okay, we're gonna go into the. And then I'm gonna put the song right here. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Meg. First of all, I got a previously on Panderdome. Um, when we tried to pander to women, uh, we were at 19 percent of our audience was women. We yeah. kind of ate shit during that pander. Uh, the next yes, week we, we were did. at 18 percent. We're down to 17 percent, Meg. The ladies are leaving. Um, I, I think I'm entirely responsible for that because I just directed us with such a bad pander. I don't. I I, I will share this burden with you. I think I'm equally at, at fault. Uh, but we're slowly uh, going away from parody. Uh, so we we gotta. I don't know. I don't know what we gotta. Do. We're not pandering to them now because you know they had their chance. But <laughs> uh, but here's who will actually pander. I just want that. I just wanted that to be known. Uh, okay. Yeah. 
but did you know, Meg, four uh-huh. percent of our audience, four percent, everyone except for the other ninety-six percent, is in Australia. Australia. Yeah. Pretty cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. So thank that you. That is pretty wild. To our listeners down under. Where, Don't you uh, have a, fr- a friend in Australia? I think it might be just him. Uh, he doesn't live there anymore, <laughs> though. And so for it to still oh. be 4% is actually kind of nuts. Uh, hmm. He lived there like right when we started, so maybe it is just him. But he never mentioned it to me. And so who knows? I Oh, this is in Australia, but a boy that somebody told me to talk to on the internet is in New Zealand, and he's been listening and subscribing. Oh, ooh, that's Ze- not Australia. They that's don't like it when you mix them up. I know, but I'm just saying, you know, oh. why isn't that reflected in it the is, analytics? It is annoying. I wish New Zealand was on here because you told me. Um, so, uh, hey, Australia, thanks. Good on you for getting out of Britain's thumb. Yeah. They, they used you as a glorified prison for all those years. Yeah, you nation of criminals, you. Thank you for mm-hmm. listening to us. We are criminally attractive, if that uh, is something we can all agree on. For sure. Um, yeah. In Australia, thank you. Uh, I think you had one mass shooting, and then you passed some pretty strict gun control laws. That was cool. Passed them real fast. Yeah. The way to be reasonable, Australia. Yeah, that nice. seems like the world could take a cue from you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you didn't let that problem come back to you like some sort of boomerang, like we have. <laughs> Uh, again and again and again mm-hmm. and again. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, and um, koalas. Oh, koalas, marsupials in general. Mm-hmm. The Great um, Barrier Reef, which is apparently dying. Ooh, um, sorry. Ooh. ooh. I Whoopsie. don't think we personally had anything to do with that, but you ooh, never know. We don't know if we did or did not. <laughs> uh, bugs. Oh, yeah, big fucking bugs. I think there's a thing called a huntsman spider. That's like a humongous spider. Yeah, they have a lot of scary bugs down there. Yeah. And they don't don't care what podcast you listen to. They'll eat you. Yeah, I don't know that I'm, like, super into going there right now. I guess I'd just stay in the big cities. I wouldn't, or the surfing towns. I wouldn't deal with anything scary, you know? Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. I'd go to that Sydney oh. Opera House and just listen to some singing. They probably don't have many bugs there. Mm-mm. Nope. I checked. Oh, you did? On their Yelp. Oh, bug-free yeah. zone. Yeah. Yep. yep. Four stars, uh, but bug-free. So that was good. Okay, good, good, good. I wonder um, who left the, the, the negative review. I don't know. Um, could have been anyone, but probably someone with money. So that's why I trust it. Yeah, fair. Um, I don't know. What currency do they use down there? Is it just dollars, but Australian dollars? Yeah, I think so, actually. Cool. Cool. Well, like, yeah. Good on you for using dollars and not some other dumb name for it. Yeah. We uh, hate it when people come up with francs or pounds or yeah. euros. You in Canada, you the real them. MVP. It's just dollars, but they're different. Yeah, they're different dollars. And mm-hmm. we respect that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it's called dollars, has someone who owns slaves on them, then I <laughs> like it. I don't think that's true of Canadian money, Adam. Really? No. I don't think anybody owned slaves on the Canadian money. And you're probably right, but <laughs> I like to think 
maybe the, I don't know. I don't know who's on the Canadian money. I like think Wayne it's Gretzky? a lot of the Queen. Oh, uh, okay. I think it's the Queen in different glamour shots. Okay. I think she's just oh, out hot. and about okay, doing cool things. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Well, Australia, you're kind of getting a big head down there. So um, if you're listening to this from Australia, good day. Um, let's go to a particularly cold open. Fucking frigid open. Uh, this was, I don't know if Mike is just the baby or if they had the refrigerator truck turned way up today because he was way colder than the other guys we saw in the back of that truck. Well, he's an elderly man. Oh, they have bad circulation. That's yeah, true. Bad, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, uh, or. We didn't get our coats on even for this. Yeah, cold we open. should put our Okay, sorry. And here's my coat. It's blue. Here's my coat. It's red. Oh, that's a striking color on you. Yeah, thank you. It's um, <laughs> I got it at the American Eagle. Oh, wow. House. Yeah, thank I used you. to shop there a lot when I was a teenager. I did, too. And then I um never stopped. <laughs> I graduated to Express and I, I've been stuck in Express. Here are my favorite stores. American Eagle, The Buckle. Um, the buckle? I'm trying, is that buckle not a common one? That was at our mall. I, oh, I don't think so. Oh, there's this chain store called The Buckle. Um, PacSun. Uh, Ooh, I liked PacSun. Um, the Fossil Store. Ooh. These are Abercrombie and Fitch. Ooh. Are they, are they gross? I, these are all the same to me. Uh, I don't, I, you're right, they're all the same, but I remember, like, all the cool boys were Abercrombie and Fitch clothes, and I don't like okay. the cool boys, they're rude. Okay. Usually. Um, I get most of all, I get all these product, products at Marshall's, where you can get them at much <laughs> less. You can get Abercrombie and Fitch at Marshall's? You sure can. You can get anything at Marshall's. If you're not shopping at Marshall's, you're a sucker. There, I'll, I'll just say. I gotta, oh, wow. Can... Sometime, I know your mom won't do this, but sometime I hope your mom comes back out to Southern California with you. You can just take me to Marshall's and I can go shopping with your mom. Michelle loves taking people to Marshall's and buying a bunch of shit. It's the best. (laughs) That's, it's, yeah. She's acquired me many a plaid shirt from many Marshall's across these great United States. Does your mom still buy you clothes from time to time? Yeah, my mom buys me clothes from time to time. That's no, that's my mom wants to buy me clothes from time to time, but I'm particularly difficult to chop for uh, because I hate spending money on clothes. But my mom buys uh, better clothes than I buy for myself. She's better mm, at it. She knows me better than I know me. She's a good mom. My my mom likes to buy clothes for my kids now. And so she likes Kohl's, though. Kohl's is my mom's been buying a lot of clothes for my niece. And it's kind of eaten into my bought clothes from my mother pie, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Well, she's like, oh, I can't buy clothes. Right now, because I gotta buy clothes for the baby. Yeah, look at this uh, bucket of onesies I bought, and I'm like, um, <laughs> I'm still here and growing, so <laughs> I would like things. Thank you. Uh, so, I don't know. Yeah, a, moms are like that. They just get distracted easily. It's a thing. They're fickle. New baby comes along, old baby's gone. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a 30 year old man. So what? Almost 30. Not 30. Almost quite 30. Yet. I'm not 30 yet. And who? Kn- yeah. I mean, Who knows if that'll ever happen, even. I, I, 
2020, am I right? Ah, this year's <laughs> taking so long. Ah, it's like eight well, years that, crammed into one. That's true. I have noticed that as well. Now that we have our coats on that we oh, yeah. got wow. from Marshalls, should we go back that's to the, the cold open? It's taken us to put those jackets on. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's go to the cold open. Uh, Mike's in a truck. Mike's in a truck. He's fucking cold. And guess what? That truck is stopping when it shouldn't. And he knows something is up. So obviously an echo of another cold open from a few weeks ago where it's not where it's not Mike, but just some goons in the truck. Uh, Well, yes. And we find out why it's not Mike very soon. Yeah. uh, Because these people, similar group of people try to bullet through there. And uh, it doesn't work. And clearly they learned their lesson because the next time they just shove a bunch of gas in there. Yeah. And lock the door. But Mike's crafty. Yes. So um, I was just thinking about uh, kind. I don't know what I was thinking about here other than here's actually what I was thinking about. What do they do with these shot the fuck up trucks once they get shot up? Like, how do they dispose of them? So the like uh, cops and excuse me, New Mexico aren't like, why do these Gus's chicken trucks keep getting in trouble? Why do these Los Poyos Hermanos? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I'm they assuming the answer them. just is there's a lot of desert and stuff goes missing all the time. Mm. Uh, and you can... Makes sense. Yeah. Is Death Valley in New Mexico? No, that's in California. Oops. Um, you sure? 100%. Okay. <laughs> Can you Google it? If you don't believe me, why don't you Google I don't, it? I don't not believe you. I just, I, I don't know. Death Valley. Huh. It's in Wisconsin. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. I we're was both so wrong. wrong. Way off. Wow. Oh, crazy. You learn something new every day. Anyway, let's not We talk should about meet that. there at Death Valley's in Wisconsin and Death, mm-hmm. hang out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe if Hillary would have campaigned there, she would have won. Am I right? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you you gotta see Mike do cool shit and kill people yes he was so much more uh, calm uh, than those other ding dongs he Mm -hmm. positioned some boxes he crouched down low he waited for the exact right moment then he killed those guys Um, after they gave a very big effort in killing him uh, which was Interesting. I guess I'm wondering why after getting shot up the first time, they didn't insulate the trucks better. Um, yeah, that's true. They could have bulletproofed them. And or also, had like a guard or something. Well, apparently that like, fucking chicken batter is bulletproof because he's just behind like a teeny tiny little box and they shoot a lot of bullets in that truck and they just nick his ear. Yeah, I think I was thinking about this earlier today before this, just what how far a bullet actually travels once it's shot if it's shot through any type of like liquid or substance like that so and it's it they travel farther if they're just going through the side of a like a fucking wall than they do if they have to travel through anything liquid so i could i could suspend my disbelief enough to think that okay. a bunch of fry batter would you know make them less lethal for sure sure yeah he's also got you know a ton of plot armor uh, yeah, he's alive. Yeah, and he's also in a big snowsuit. So yeah, that snowsuit s- looked pretty cool. Yeah, so I'm um, gonna say it checks out. It checks out for if, me. If you shoot a bullet, just like in an empty space, like a desert or something, eventually does it just like 
like a plane landing, just go like, and just like fall to the floor? Yes. That's, I wonder what that looks like. I think eventually, I don't know how far it goes, but yeah, I think eventually like the curvature of the earth and it just loses momentum and it just, you know, stops. That's cool. Yeah. We, we don't talk about this enough as a society. We don't. Yeah. We, we really don't. <laughs> we just assume bullets are fired from the gun and then they're gone, but we don't talk about where they go. Huh. Makes you think. I, anyway. It does. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have any um, thoughts on it? Or? No, I don't. Okay. I think I don't like bullets and I don't like guns and I don't like the combination of the two. They make well, me nervous. You picked quite yeah. a show to watch. Well, you. to be fair, you said that it was more about uh, a man trying to provide for his family. You didn't mention the firearms. True, true, true. I did do that. Yeah. Um, I did paint Walt as a hero. Uh, <laughs> I think we open up in the Walt, the White household, correct? Yes, it's three in the morning and Skylar cannot get to sleep. She is tossing and turning with baby Holly at the foot of the bed in a bassinet. Uh, yeah, and it, she's, uh, cause she's just got, you know, she's got so, too many ideas. She's got things on her mind. Which is uh, exciting. That's a good yeah. feeling. Just got a lot, of th- a lot to think about, for sure. Meg, you right, you probably sat in front of that blank page and just been like, ugh, no ideas today. Uh, true. I, I now am, uh, my cup runneth over with dumb ideas, so I write That's about good. those a lot. Yeah. That's good. That's it's been good. a while since I've been like, I don't got I got nothing. I don't got no thoughts about anything ever. I have had enough lived life experience that I just uh, put that into one of those boggle things and, along with some settings, and then I create a new plot of a thing. You know? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, some, I, I struggle all the time. I'm just like, oof. Huh. Nothing in there. No. Well, Let's go the jerk boggle off. thing. Yeah, yeah, well, oh, no, that. I mean, there's a lot of jerking off over here, too. Don't worry. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she's writing um, some little, some dialogue about Blackjack. We didn't realize that, but, yes, she's, she's you know, crafting her own little short movie, seemingly. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's very fun. Um, and then come the morning. Uh, oh, wait, no, first, before the re- little rehearsal, they we just get a little clip of them at an... Uh, Gambling's Anonymous meeting, right? Yes, and Walt looks like he's about to fall asleep, but Skylar is very invested and, like, doing a good job pretending, like, she's emotionally concerned for Walt or, you know, like, kind of a supportive wife who's concerned, you know? Mm -hmm. And then Uh, we get back to the White House, the White's house, and uh, she kind of... I don't know what you want to call it. She has a script prepared. She has a whole mm-hmm. uh, scene study prepared for them to really dig their teeth into. First, they play blackjack, and she like gets mad at him for like not Sucking. knowing which cards. Because like you don't you don't suck after two hands. Like you literally don't know what cards are going to come up, and he kind of yeah. tries to explain it. That was the first time I've been down on, down on smoking lady. Well, the problem was she wasn't smoking, so she couldn't really yeah. chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. She needs that nicotine to really get her brain juices flowing. Yeah, if she had been smoking, a, a different lady would have showed up entirely, for sure. Mm-hmm. Have we got to the episode where she smokes a cigarette and then flies over Albuquerque? No. Oh, that's a spoiler. Oh, she, Shit. Oh, whoops. She, she lights Mu- up, and then she gains the power to fly and she zooms gains, around. Yeah, she gains the power of flight, and she says, gotta go. And <laughs> yeah, Does it play that song, I just stopped in to see what condition my condition is in? Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Like, okay. I had so a big Lebowski. Maybe we have seen it. I don't know. It's getting fuzzy. We've watched so many of these. 
That's so true. That's so true. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go back and rewatch just to remember what's happening. Yeah, for sure. So go ahead. Oh well, they play a little blackjack, and then Walt kind of has the good idea. He's like, because she wants them to be convincing that he knows what he's doing, but he's like, I'm in recovery. I shouldn't be playing blackjack. So it doesn't. Who gives a shit if I know what I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, I wondered what instance she thought that they were gonna. She was gonna be te- like he was gonna be tested on this to prove a point. Like, what asshole would be like? You got a gambling problem? Here, show me. Uh, which I guess he kind of suspected of Hank. Like, let's get to the bottom of this. Uh, I don't know, but I I appreciate her wanting to cover all of her bases, though. Too, you know. Yeah, for sure. I I get it. And but she when he brings up the idea, she's like, you know what? You're right. Good call. Good call. We'll we'll go to the dialogue. Yeah, she's at least able to calls him like she sees him. She's able Mm -hmm. to, you know you know constantly be moving forward even if it's not on her idea so congratulations skylar you're a better person than most people um yeah and then they have a a very long scene but i enjoyed watching it of them doing this little rehearsal did you like this scene i this is a scene that like i really like the type of scene i mean i enjoyed the acting in the scene i disliked walt's general deal in the scene i guess i thought he was being a little pain in the ass um you know, he would have gotten very a lot farther if he had just been kind of that way that we've talked about before. Like, babe, I appreciate mm-hmm. all the effort you've put in here. Let me give you some thoughts. But mm-hmm. instead, he's got to just like kind of be uh, poking holes in everything that Skylar does. And I didn't like his that Ooh. trait of his. Someone's playing loud music outside my window. It's picking up on the mic, but I'm, I mean, I'm keeping it in. That's just Brooklyn, baby. Yeah, what can we do? There's nothing we can do. Nothing, dude. You just got to live. And that's what I've learned from being here. Yeah. Well, you just got to exist in your space. And it's an mm-hmm. authentic New York experience. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So here's the thing about this city. You know, your city, it sleeps. Yeah. This one, it never sleeps. Not even one time? Not even one time. Whoa. So mm-hmm. everybody's really tired. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone is zoned out a lot of the time. Hmm. Because you try to go to sleep in the city, it, it leans over and it goes, hey, hey, you awake? I'm awake. Flicks you right in the dick, yeah. Right in the dick. Even if you don't have a dick, it'll find one and it'll flick it on your body. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know, they talk about, uh, like, Skyler really wants to iron this out. And Walt, one, Walt's like, listen, I took Groundlings. We weren't, we didn't do a lot of sketch. So, like, I'm not good at memorizing this. I didn't do scene study. I know... I know you took a lot of Stanislavski classes, so you this is much more your speed, but I like to go with the flow, and she doesn't take that well. Yeah, she wants to keep it, she wants to control the narrative a little bit more, and he wants to keep it light and breezy, and uh, they just they they just approach these things differently, I think, is the problem. Yeah, yeah. and, you know, it was frustrating. I thought it was kind of lame. Walter kept trying to play Zip Zap Zop with her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she, but I thought it was a little uh, out of line and cantankerous when she went, how about we play Zip Zack, go fuck yourself. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. that's a that's a real line of dialogue from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yep, didn't yep, didn't yep. care for it. Did <laughs> uh, it immediately just cut to the fucking dinner? Or Does wait, it? <laughs> I have the Wikipedia for Death Valley up still. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, and they're so they're paying for Hank's medical bills. I don't know if you knew that. I did know that because of when he found out that they were paying for his medical bills in season five. 
That's oh, okay. like, and they said it was, oh, oh right. it was blackjack winnings or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. How could you be so foolish? But they're um, most, yeah, they're mostly trying to just explain why they're buying a car wash. Yes, because they need to explain where they got all this extra cash and they want to give Marie some, you know, something to explain how they're helping pay for the uh, physical therapy. Mm-hmm. And then, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Hank and Walt Jr. are actually like, damn, that's dope. What you did is yeah. cool. Yeah, that was pathetic. I I made me so frustrated when I heard uh, how selfish Junior was there. Like that made me be like, ah, fucking fifteen year olds suck. Like, <laughs> oh, because yeah, he wants like he's like now I can have a car. You can get you can definitely give me a car for my birthday, right? And it was like you're trying to capitalize on you, what you're presented as your dad's mental like illness or whatever. Uh oh, actually, we skipped a pretty big part. Uh. So they go over for dinner. Um, Hank wants oh, and to the, show the mineral yes. collection. And yes. he shows them the DVD that you really liked. Would you like to explain this? I I just, it was a, I don't know the name of the song, but I've heard the song a lot. And yeah, it's yeah. who I think is Gail singing karaoke at one of those Korean karaoke places. I don't know why you'd have a DVD of this ever. Uh, I, but is that something that pay, a place would do, even? Just make like, a DVD? Hey. I don't think so, but I don't know what they do in Albuquerque to pass the time. True. Um, I want it's, it's like, it sounds like something that would have been done, like, I know the song's like, Earth below us. What's the, yeah. what's it say in the Wikipedia? Uh, it doesn't say it. Let's. Um, it's not, it's, it's something like, you know. Oh, Gail heavy... sings the Peter Schilling song, Major Tom Coming Home, is what it's called. Okay. I I don't even uh, I don't even know who Peter Schilling is. Yeah, but that I've heard band? that song a lot. You know, I've heard that song before. I didn't know this was the artist. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mm. Huh. Cool. You can make a song called Major Tom Coming Home when there's already a song like Ground Control to Major Tom. Like it's is that is it, uh, that's the David Bowie song with oh in the with a character unofficially related to Major Tom, the protagonist of David Bowie's song. So this is kind of like, hey, I see what you're doing, Bo- Bowman. Uh, th- this is my major Tom, I guess. So it's like song fan fiction? I guess, yeah. What a weird, that's stupid cool. way to be. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Uh, but I didn't know that there was a certified fucking dork in this show. And <laughs> I don't know if you know this about me. Old man dorks that are like right around 45 to 55. A real soft spot of mine. I can't real, help it. Real, real makes type. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. She immediately wrote in the chat, I want to fuck this man. <laughs> I don't know anything about him, but uh, <laughs> first sight, I want to have sex with that guy for sure. I, I think you'll uh, I think you'll like Gail once we get to know him. Um, you have not seen him like moving and acting in space, have you yet? This is the first time you've heard his this voice. This is the very first time. The only okay. other time I've seen him is getting shot in the head it, through uh, like flash in Jesse's mind. So. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, with the video game. So I was real pleased to see him existing, and I was like, this is the sexiest man I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, but it, it, it's clear that Walt does not realize uh, until this point that Hank is on Gale's trail, the Gale trail. It's, so this was the very first time he, he knew that. Yeah, and that's why he, after he was so like um, kind of not I, there mentally when they were doing the story, he was just like looking for any opportunity to go back and like rummage around the file folders. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and that's exactly what he does when they're telling the story. He's like, I gotta go potty. And, uh, like, Lisa leaves the dinner and goes to the bathroom to look through Gail's file, or the file on Gail. And uh, he almost gets caught by Hank, uh, who's like, hey, man, I'm sorry that you have a gambling problem. If you ever need to talk about anything, he's like, let's talk about you. You ever want to talk about your cases? And, of course, like, this is so true to form for a fucking cop that's, like, mm-hmm. in a, in a you know, somewhere like Albuquerque, of course he's going to share the details of like yeah. something like a murder investigation. Super, once again, Hank kind of coloring outside the lines. Yes, but I think this is true of like, I've heard my family not, you know, discuss major, no, no cop in my family is like involved in anything this involved, like this elaborate, but like they talk about this type of stuff all the time with anybody who will listen. There's no like, there's oh, really? no HIPAA laws. They just talk about the details of <laughs> cases all the time, you know? Uh, and during this scene, we see what we had later seen as a flashback with when Hank was on the shitter. Um, yes. Yeah, him going, Woodrow Wilson, Willy Wonka, Walter White. <clears throat> you got me. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was a good cover on the part of Hank or part of Walt there, you know, uh, to be like, you got me. Uh, uh-huh. I think if he was like, no, it's not me. That would have made him super suspicious. Right. So, yeah. And he immediately was like, oh, it's Walt Whitman. Idiot. Look at this. Ha 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 ha. Well, that's Isn't just that... dumb luck. Right. To yeah. cover his trails, you know. Um, well, cause I think that was, cause this, this dedication was actually Walt Whitman because his dedication, in the book to Walter said, to my other favorite, W.W. Yeah. 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 Um, and Hank's like, you fucking brainiac. Um, How'd you know that? You're too smart. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and then Hank lets him know, uh, hey, there's a, uh, yeah, we don't have much on, there's some fingerprints on the scene. Yeah. And that immediately makes Walt go a-running mm-hmm. uh, because he's worried that they might be Jesse's fingerprints. Me and Meg know at this point already, though they're Gus's. We do know that, but he uh, it, he thinks, boy, does he think mm-hmm. it's um, it's Jesse's fingerprints. Uh, and Jesse's house is full of meth heads. This is a gross party. I don't ever want to go to any type of party like this. It seems stinky. I can't imagine the smell in that house. That looked fun to you. I thought it smelled like a party. Uh, How do parties I didn't know usually smell? You sound like a narc. <laughs> That's fair. I suck. This uh, is why I didn't well, go to more parties when I was a kid. Here's the thing. Yeah, the drug addiction, the depression looked like a bummer. Yes. But that house was lousy with pizza. <laughs> so I thought it looked like a great time. So you would be able, as long as there was pizza present, you could be mm-hmm. able to turn your back on whatever mm-hmm. terrible conditions there were? Free pizza. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I can go get pizza if I want to spend money, but who wants to do that? Yeah. I, I like holding on to my money. So if I went to a place that was full of drug-addicted fiends with knives, most likely, but <laughs> infinite pizza, yeah, I'd do it. And some pretty cool tunes. Oh, yeah, those were hot, hot slapping tunes. Mm-hmm. They slapped. Uh, and Jesse's shaving some people's heads, which was fun. Yes, he is. Yes. And yeah. Oh, yeah. on top of that, uh, he has a lot of people in line to give him, I guess, the whole, same haircut he has. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. To the 
undiscerning eye, it kind of looks like he's starting a cult. That wouldn't, yeah, that that would be hard to differentiate in this instance because, yeah, there's just a bunch of people laying on the floor and he's shaving heads left, right, and center. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Walt's just like, hey, it's not, is it your fingerprint? And he's like, nah, it's not my fingerprint. And, and he has a good, I don't know how people can ever be more uh, level-headed than I would because they'd be like, what are you talking about? My fingerprints? I'd lose my mind. But this guy, he knows already. He's like, I would already be picked up if my fingerprints were found at that place because Hank has got a heart on for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't, I don't obviously, I've heard about this supposed heart on for a while now. I didn't know it existed even before all of this stuff with Gail. So mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah, he also mentions that Jesse didn't pick up the bullet casing, but I don't think anything ever comes of that, right? Like, No, nothing. Nobody nobody really gives a shit about... The, I imagine they don't own legal guns and buy ammunition, you know, the right way, so I don't really know what difference it would make, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well, hmm. pretty cool. Yeah, and then Jesse kicks him out. He pays a bunch of drug goons to take him out of there. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, that was good. It's nice. It's always nice to see Walter get a little roughed up, you know? Yeah. Oh, and then, yeah, we get a, another bit of uh, sex stuff at Saul's office. It's oh. not actual sex stuff. It's just, you know. It's No, ex- I mean, it's just us being horny. Yeah. Yeah. He's got yeah, some we, funny lines. It looked like Bob Odenkirk was kind of phoning the scene in, but still kind of crushing it. Yeah, I didn't find him the normal charming Saul that uh we usually find but I still like seeing him in any respect his hair even looked different like he had like a whole different aesthetic this time mm-hmm. a whole different mood I guess yeah he made a joke about Hank being in a wheelchair that was fun yeah uh, what's he gonna do go after him on his rascal scooter I'll sue him from here to Timbuktu or whatever he always has like I I don't think that was the saying, but he always has those kind of shitty old man sayings that he throws in some from time to time that mm-hmm. make me think he's a uh, fucking old man. I don't know how else to put it. Yeah. Yeah. He dressed. He dresses like one. He certainly um, does. I wish I could. I still. I don't think I could pull off a suit like even like a normal good one. Uh, and I, I wish I could. I think Bob Odenkirk can. I think you would look really nice in a suit. I think you would look, if you wore one of those suits that had, like, those, like, fitted legs, like a skinny suit, I think you'd look oh, really good. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Uh, I need to get one of those. That'd be cool. Do you know yeah, who looks have... good in a suit, and I don't hmm. like it because I don't like him? Jimmy uh, Fallon. Jimmy Fallon looks good in a suit to you? He looks really good in a suit. I think he looks good in a suit. I think most men looks good in, look good in suits. Um... I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I'm trying to think of people I think that look shitty in suits, and it's usually uh, just people I think are shitty people in general, and nothing yeah. will help it. You know. First one I could think of was Chris Christie. I think he doesn't look that good in a suit. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't think Chris Christie looks good in a suit. Uh, I don't want to say that guy's name. He doesn't look good in a suit, though. Uh, I think uh, probably Bill Murray looks bad in a suit. Okay, Internet, come at me. Yeah, um, Internet. Oh, we talked shit about Bill Murray. Fuck Bill Murray. Oh, we are like on fire Bill. today. I like Bill Murray, but you're all going to be, oh, he's perfect. You know what? I bet he's made mistakes. I bet he's had at least three times where he forgot to zip up his fly. So mm-hmm. there. Um, yeah. yeah. I bet he's jerked off and forgotten a towel or something and been like, oh, this is a mess. 
<laughs> I'm gonna get this all over the place. Oh no! Yeah, now I gotta, now I gotta oh. wash the sheets. Well, anyway. anyhow, <laughs> uh, the main I think reason for this scene is to set up the vacuum repairman. I think you're right. I think they were, you know, setting this up exactly like what you said, just dropping this in nice and early so it can come back as needed. Mm-hmm. And boy, does it! It comes back more than you'd think it would for yeah, a guy. I, I remember watching this episode when it aired, and I was like, huh. That was a weird scene. Nothing really came of that. All right. <laughs> and then again and again and again it comes up, and you're like, wow, this guy's getting a lot of play. Well, it doesn't come up again until the end of this season when Walt's like, I need it, I need it, and then he doesn't have the money. Yeah. And then, and I was like, oh, that's a good way to set it up, and then it, it just out of reach, huh. And then they actually use the service in the next season, and I was like, ugh. They use it a couple times towards the end of the yeah. season. I thought this character, Forrest Whitaker, right? That's who plays it? No. <laughs> uh, I know, I know it's Robert oh, Forrester. Okay. Oh, is that, I remember, all right. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I I thought I'd be seeing a lot of Robert Forrester throughout most of the series. I didn't know it was like a one-time fucking thing. Um, but the way they they used him so much at the end of the series, I really thought he was a bigger deal. And now I guess I'll never hear about him again. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's okay. Yeah. Um, but... So then, uh, yeah, you're right. Nothing else really comes of that scene because it's just like, here's this information. Just so you know, you can disappear whenever. Uh, and that is kind of that, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think uh, we don't have another sex scene. The gods were not that kind to us. But we get something like adjacent in terms Which- of Jesse Witt. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. Which is just a naked lady in a bed while Jesse puts on his pants or shoes. Yep. I'm not sure. Guess and, uh, gets ready for the day. And she is sound asleep because that would wake me up. Yeah. She, I just like somebody sitting on the end of the bed getting ready I while another person sleeps, I think is one of the rudest things you can do to jostle that bed around while somebody else is getting is getting rest. I think that's that's very rude. True, although I will say that it would wake me up, but I have there's no better feeling for me than the feeling of going back to sleep while someone else has to get ready for work. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I, I'm such a light sleeper, I think uh, that would undo me. I wouldn't be able to get back to sleep after that. Oh, really? It's just kind of yeah. nice because you hear like the clip clip of their shoes because like, oh, that sucks. Like, and you hear, oh, they're making food. Oh, that sucks because I get to still sleep. <laughs> and it's just kind of nice. It just feels like you're doing this devilish little thing that they don't get to do. True. Very to true. To to sleep. Yeah. Um, as it. he's walking out the door, he says, hey, yo, let's get pizza. Uh, and one of the meth heads is like, yeah, but I need money. And he goes upstairs and he digs out some cash from his drawer of cash uh, and hands it to the meth head. And the meth head's like, sick, I'll get pizza. But then another meth head is like, ooh, I might take that money. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesse goes and he does meth stuff in the basement. And he's being very closely monitored by Gus. And mm-hmm. uh, Walt definitely knows it. And he's listening to a podcast. Um, not ours this time. It was mm. This American Life. Oh, weird. <laughs> Who would have yeah. thought he'd make him for an Ira Glass fan? Yeah, what happens next in that scene outside of Walt realizing he's, like, under surveillance or that he's keeping a close eye on Uh, Jesse? I think he literally just, like, there's a time lapse, and then he goes back to the house. They're all eating pizza. He grabs the girl to come upstairs, and he's like, oh, he's going to fuck that lady. But then they just play Xbox. Um, Yes. And he he notices that he was robbed, and he's like, no, shit. 
All right, and he continues to play Xbox. Son of a gun. Uh, and then next, what happens with? Well, uh, sorry, I, I think that scene's pretty cool because you, even you, you were like, he's gonna get robbed, he's gonna get robbed. They're foreshadowing he's gonna get robbed, and he does. But him getting robbed isn't the point. It's how he reacts to it, and I like that because yeah. that was, yeah, that it took me by surprise. Yeah, I mean, it definitely shows where he's at in his life right now, where he doesn't even care that you know seventy three grand is just gone out of his dresser mm-hmm. drawer. Um. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it also just is telling that, like, that's the best place he could keep it. Uh, yeah. Like, he, he definitely didn't care at all. And I believe he's playing Sonic Team Racing, which is I not should've... a good game. Okay. I was like, yeah, they really, Sega really wanted to capitalize on that team racing type of uh, style of game, like Mario Kart. And that's how they did it. And I guess it wasn't that successful. To my knowledge, and I could be wrong about this, there have been only two good Mario Kart, like, copycats. Okay. Uh, one was, I think, might have been called Crash Team, right? It was the Crash Bandicoot. Cra- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There was a Crash Bandicoot game, and I think that was supposed to be good. I never played it. And then the one I did play is Diddy Kong Racing, and I think that's as good, if not better. Diddy Kong Racing? I yeah, haven't good. played it. It's on the it. N64. You never played it? I don't think so. Well, huh. maybe I have. I don't know. It's Diddy Kong, but instead of just carts, you get a hovercraft or a plane. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I just I have, I, I only play Mario Kart when I go to Dave and Buster's, so to say I've been woefully on Mario Karted lately is an understatement. I, it just which hasn't Mar- happened. Which Mario Kart do they have at the Dave and Buster's? I mean, it's just the one that's like a bank of four carts that you can play as a group. Oh, okay. That's di- oh, Okay. I think, I, okay. So it's like not one of the ones that came out on the consoles. That's interesting. It's similar to the ones that came out on the console in that, like, you know, you have all the same bullshit you throw at each other. And I think mm-hmm. it's a lot of the same levels. But, uh, yeah, you know, it's just a different experience, I guess. I don't know how else to put it. Would you say going to Dave & Buster's is the thing you missed more, most about the pre-COVID times? Huh. What a question. I think the thing I miss most about pre-COVID times is theme parks. Uh, oh yeah, um, you're a big theme park anista. You love them. And I miss. Uh, it's made romance very difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I miss. Hear you, sister. Mm-hmm. And I've missed, you know, just being able to. This is so so specific, but like, come in from surfing, take off my like, come in from surfing and go directly to my complex's pool and get in the hot tub or jump in the pool to get all the sand off and then get in the hot tub. And now we can't do that because you need like to make a reservation first thing in the morning to go at a specific time. And that's just like, a am not going to plan my day that succinctly. Um, so I think I just miss, you know, fucking living and I didn't know how good I had it. I, I, I really feel like a, a buffoon, you know, hmm. what do you miss most? Hmm. I miss going to Dave and Buster's. <laughs> I've only seen you go to Dave and Buster's literally one time, and it was with my children. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I go every every other day, and is, uh, I can't anymore. We're, I wonder if there's any in New York City, the Big Apple. They got everything here, Meg. It's the greatest city in the world. <laughs> uh, what do I actually miss most? Uh, I can't. Uh, I miss crowds. I like crowds. You like a crowd? I don't really. Yeah, I like, like a crowd. crowd. I like being in a big group, and I don't know, going to like concerts. I like going to concerts. That's probably it. 
Even though I, I don't go to a lot, but I wish I could go to one. I wish that I I miss, you know, being able to make out and like and then not feel scared if you make out, you know. True. Yeah, I can't yeah. do that. Okay, you uh, got to if you if you pay if you pay the pipe, you're going to have to pay the piper if you make out. You're going to have to be scared and mm-hmm. probably go test yourself 5 days later. You can't yeah. you can't do it anymore. It's too bad. I guess not concerts. I miss going to like shows. Like, I don't know, comedy shows, plays, all that shit. I I do miss a comedy show. I miss a lot of that bullshit, man. I miss movies. I saw it. Like I said, I saw Tenet. It was the movie sucked, and just like being there was weird. Sure. And so I'm like, I don't want to go back to this until. I miss getting drunk at a bar. I uh, I miss. I do miss theme parks the most. I think. I miss yeah. theme parks. I miss doing those type of big activities with my kids because it was something like every Tuesday we did a big activity, sometimes going to a theme park after school, and I that feel was like a lot of fun. Theme, par- theme parks could open at like a third capacity and be fine. Are they just still totally closed? Uh, all the ones in California are totally closed, but they have reopened, at least Disney World in Orlando, but I feel like it would be uh, extravagantly foolish to trust that that could be a safe thing to do. Mm. They uh they announced Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Japan yeah. uh, was being built and then it got struck down by the Cove and they announced they're gonna tr- it's gonna open July 2021 and putting a release date on anything right now is just really I'm like why are y'all doing this like Black Widow movie you've been delayed four times what are you guys doing? <laughs> um, they also were making a Nintendo World at the Universal in Hollywood too like that was active construction yeah. So, oh. I, like, even the last time I went there, it's a scaled-down version because, like, you've yeah. been to Universal or Universal in Hollywood. It's There's not as much space. It but sucks I compared like to the fine. Florida one. Oh, yeah, compared to the Florida one, for sure. But, you know, I don't know. Given that I never lived by any theme parks growing up and now I can, mm-hmm. like, drive to two huge theme parks, I... I, I I'm just happy. It's a complete luxury. I really enjoy it. You know, it truly, truly is an embarrassment of riches. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> um, anyhow, so where were we in yeah. the pilot or in the episode? I, know, I like, I like those little driftaways. That's that was nice. I, I, that was I feel, nice. I feel um, I feel refreshed. Now I want to talk about some television. Where were okay? Uh, Jesse got robbed, and then Mike. Uh, he wakes up the next day, and Mike wakes him up. Do you yeah, want to take it from there? Sure, yes. And Mike's like, hey, come downstairs, and everybody's gone. And he's like, where are all my friends? And he said, I invited your guests to leave, and there's just a man uh, hogtied with uh, blindfolds around his face and mouth. And he's like, this is the guy who stole the money from you, and Jesse really doesn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. And then Jesse uh, continues to not give a shit. Mike gets pretty mad that, like, hey, don't you want to know what we're going to do with this guy? And Jesse's like, what, are you going to fucking kill him? And he's like, yeah, we're going to kill him. He's like, well, I don't believe you because you bothered to even blindfold the dude. So I don't think you're actually going to ice this guy because why would you protect your identity and mine and where he is uh, if you were going to kill him anyways? Um, Yeah. Mike says, damn it, he's right. Although I don't really ever say what happens to this man. I, I like to think that Mike sets him up real nice. Gets him clean, sends him off to Portland. The guy works at like as a barista in one of those fancy coffee shops. He, you know, sells voodoo donuts or some shit. Like just a regular hipster lifestyle off of meth. And that's oh, just man. like yeah. And this this whole show is him wiping down a counter and going, Boy, my old life was crazy. And then We don't talk about this. those times anymore. Yeah. Um 
But uh, yeah, it seems like Mike wasn't going to end up killing that guy, which seems weird because it, those guys seem, especially Tyrus, seems like pretty heartless bastards. Why would they give a shit about this one junkie? But whatever. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, so then they, my, Jesse just kind of goes to his room and then Mike goes to Gus and is like, we've got a problem. <laughs> yes. It seems like our friend Jesse is being an asshole and he's becoming more unpredictable and he's becoming, you know, more of an issue. And I don't, I know that Walter won't like us doing anything about this, but, uh, we got to do something about this. And then, uh, how, how does Gus respond? Uh, I think he's just like, hmm, huh. Yes. Hmm. Let me think about this. Huh. Hmm. So we need a plan. We need a plan. And he said, <laughs> okay, what if we make him feel like a hero? And Mike said, what? And he goes, stay with me. We're going to stage a robbery, a fake one. Uh, and he just really throws everything at the wall and sees what sticks. He's like, you're going to pick him up. You're going to act frustrated, more frustrated than you normally would. Then... We're going to have two guys come up with a shotgun. They're going to run into the car. Jesse's going to save the day. Trust me, I know this kid. I know this is what he'll do. And uh, then you two are going to be best buds. I'm going to drive a wedge between Walter and Jesse. And after that, it's gravy, baby. And then he kicked his feet up on the on the desk and said, how's that sound? And Mike goes, you know what? It just might work. Uh, mm -hmm. he has a real, like, oh shit moment. Uh, but instead mm -hmm. we also see that Walt is kind of doing a cook on his own and he's really fucking frustrated because he needs his best friend there. They like to be mm -hmm. around each other. They're very codependent. Yeah. They, can't... they, my, uh, Walt doesn't know how to download podcasts on his iPod on his own. So he needs Jesse to do it. I've had to like, I have a, one of my friends like recently needed me to do something that's like very you're very capable of learning and he's like in his fifties and it's like, he, you're very capable of being able to do it. But sometimes they just, you need your younger friend to just do something for you. And so I could understand if, you know, Walt's all of a sudden left high and dry, he can't listen to this American life and they have nothing to talk about. He'd be like, well, what the fuck? Well, he said he would help me. Keep in mind, this is like, remember at this time, people, you didn't just find a podcast on your phone and download it. You had to find a podcast, a podcast on the computer Decide yes. which episodes you wanted to take with you, plug your iPod into that computer, and sync it. There was a it, lot of steps. You're, you're right. There were a lot uh, of steps. New episodes drop that day? Suck a dick. You got to wait till you get home. Yeah. That's so. why the 5 a.m. time slot was so vital, because you wanted to make sure that they could sync overnight if you plugged your phone into your computer, you know? You're damn oh, right, man. Meg. Yeah. And that's like, and then when you know you have new content that you want to listen to, but you can't, that's fucking frustrating. So mm -hmm. I get where Walt is coming from. And the he's term podcast is so stupid because it, it means like a uh, broadcast from your iPod, but we still call it a podcast. And it's just, a, <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's an internet radio show. It's, uh, it's just funny that that name stuck around. It is funny. Um... So Walt storms over to Jesse's. He can't get in. He can't get a hold of Jesse. He's storming around the place trying to find a way in. All the doors are locked. And then out of the corner of his eye, he sees an open window and he hoists himself through. And it's stinky and messy still, but there are no people there. And he stomps up to the uh, bedroom and there's no Jesse, but there is a Jesse's phone. And all of a sudden his demeanor changes very quickly to like from being like, fuck you, Jesse, to like, oh, no, my son. Uh, so, uh, 
that really sets the stage for the next episode, you know? Yeah. And we, we get, I think one, one, the last bit is just Jesse in the car with Mike when, I mean, presumably if you're watching this in the proper order, you're like, oh, Mike's going to go kill Jesse in the desert. Um, and he's like, you don't want to know where we're going? And Jesse's like, nope. I kind of wish Jesse had brought his headphones. Like, I (laughs) just thinking about having to sit in that stinky old Oldsmobile, not listening to your tunes with some old man. Mike can't smell great. He can't smell like X body spray. Like, I would have a really hard time with that, you know? He probably likes to keep the windows up. I just Mm want to deal with it. Anyhow, so there you go. There's the episode. It's the first little seedling of the Jesse and Mike friendship that we see bear fruit throughout mm-hmm. this season and much, and much of the fifth season too. Yeah. Jesse's obviously pretty shook up when Mike dies, but if Mike died in this episode, Jesse'd be like, sweet. Yeah. Mike's dead. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine by me because it's just people die around me. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. I don't know. What do you want to, what do you want to give this episode? What did you like it? I think this one is a B plus and I just, I think it's a B plus because I don't like seeing Walt being an asshole. It's never about, like, the filmmaking process. They're all well-written, and they're all, uh, you know, they're all well-written. They're all, they all serve a purpose. Some are more fun because they're more action-packed than others. But it's mostly about what Walt's doing and whether or not I feel satisfaction by seeing him struggle. So with this one, I give it a B plus because I really don't like his attitude towards Skylar when she's just trying to help. Uh, I really don't like him just stomping around yelling at people all day. Uh, that that wasn't that fun and i guess that's kind of like my reasoning for that uh grade yeah uh the ringer gives this uh rates this as number 59 mm. of all time the uh, shotgun was 60 a uh, bug was 61 like this apparently early season early season four i do remember being kind of slow and okay. we're kind of seeing all that and i remember there being like because nothing like i said yeah nothing's bad but it was a little meandery like we've had what three Four transition episodes kind of in a row yeah not like a lot's happened and um yeah i remember the kind of i felt at the time in some reviews i was reading where they're like is breaking bad like not know what to do with itself anymore <laughs> uh and uh yeah i don't know but then it I, all I mean, comes I still... to pay off like that's the thing like oh yeah it, it, like and then season four once it was over it got like every season of breaking bad ranked it was like four at the top like people yeah. loved it um, mm-hmm. like the last, like I said, the last four episodes are just what a fucking run. Yeah. Um, crawl space, the, the cartel stuff, the wheelchair explode. Yeah. It's all great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, let's talk about some heroes. <laughs> uh, like I said, we like to point out the actors who are making the Albuquerque feel like a real, a, a breathing place it's a metropolis in the southwest that you could visit and you could experience all of these people if you like listen jim carrey wasn't the most important part of the truman show all those other people who had to act like it was a real place they're the heroes Mm -hmm. he was just living his life so our first one who's plays support group leader paul niece who i imagine probably actual support group leader because that's his only credit so they're just like, hey, you do a support group thing. Can you just do like your regular Gamblers Anonymous like get up that you would do? I must have, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll say this, and I don't. I know I say this a lot, but hey, Paul, you got it. Pursue this. Yeah, get this, 
There's lots of different support groups you could lead. There's lots of different supporting roles you could do, whether it be in a group setting or just, you know, being a, a, a ear to bend or a thoughtful friend. You should go for it, Paul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep, Paul, we like you. Also, get a headshot on IMDb, please. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next is this guy's. He does not need our endorsement. He's in everything. He plays a. His credit is sketchy, but he's he's the little drug addict who talks a lot. That's that's him, the skinny, wiry guy. That's sketchy. Yeah, it's Jeremy Howard. And this is a fun fact I didn't know. In the little production notes, apparently, uh, in an episode of Malcolm in the Middle that Brian Cranston directed, he cast this guy, and he's like, "Hey, this guy's great. Let's get him for the role." <laughs> that's fun. Uh, and that's fun. Oh, and then uh, oh, that that is fun. And Jeremy, he's been in everything forever. He's in a show called Malibu Rescue, as it looks like a regular. Mm. He was in another show called Mighty Med, which is some medical show, I guess. He had a very distinct look, so it makes sense that he would book a lot. You know what I mean? Because he just yeah. he looks so particular. He's in a lot of TV shows that just like have a ton of episodes. So, And then he's also in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Oh. Um, and it's some Netflix show called Malibu Rescue. Oh, I mentioned Malibu Rescue. Yes. Oh, and he's one of like the main dorks in Accepted, I think. Remember that movie? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was before Jonah Hill was like a thing. And he was just like that, like fat kid with, who was really funny in that one scene in the 40 year old virgin. Okay. Sure. Yeah. 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 And now he's Jonah Hill. Now he does all sorts of shit. Yeah. He does. He's, he makes his own career. He's all, he's mm. just his own entity. That'd be great if we had Jonah Hill on this podcast. I'll work on it. <laughs> you think, I you think we would. I'll try my, I'll use my feminine wiles to get to Jonah Hill. Ah, oh, okay. That'd be cool. All right. Well, um, yeah, please rate, review, and subscribe. Those were our only two this week? This, this yeah, it's just those two. I, uh, I could, the thief is credited, but he doesn't have any lines. Oh, yeah. He's just got shifty eyes. Yeah, he can eat, eat a butt. Yes, um, he can. But, oh, actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to, we're not going to talk about him. This was right. his first. This was his first credit, though. So good for him. All right, good job booking, my dude. And it looks like he's a local hire. He's in a lot of stuff that looks like it would be set in this part of the world. Hmm. And, and then um, there's a girl labeled "Morning After Girl." Yeah. Oh, that was Naked Lady. Yeah, but this is her only credit too. Her name is Brittany just... Gustin. I'll call her out. So yeah, we only do people who have under five lines or show a butt. So yeah. we will call her out her name is Brittany gustin this is her only credit Brittany, listen i know we didn't get to hear you talk but i, I think you have what it takes you should pursue acting yeah you should you should work your butt into more stuff and other parts of your body like your face yeah um and also please get a headshot on imdb asap all right it really helps us and it helps you too okay okay thank you Brittany. thank Brittany. um even though this is your only credit in 10 years <laughs> okay uh yeah so rate review and subscribe uh, follow us on the socials. Yes, we got Breaking Backwards on Instagram and Facebook, Breaking Bad Pod on Twitter. Um, and, I don't know, send us bags of money if you're feeling so generous. Yeah, we could use it. Adam, cool. give them your address. I'm just kidding, sorry. Yeah, I'll give my address. It's Brooklyn! That's all you need to know, baby. Um, uh, write us a review and we'll fucking we'll read it on the air. And know. we'll think about it. Maybe that's what we do with the existing reviews right now. Once a week, we read one of the ones that already exists on the air. Yeah, sure. Let's do that. We're going to start reading the reviews on the air. So maybe fucking write one. 
yeah, so you can feel included. Uh, <laughs> and if you don't write a review, eat a dick. It, that's technically treason, right? Yes? Yep. Yes. To eat a dick or to... No, to not, to, you know, listen to a podcast and not review it. Oh, but, right. Yeah, that is treason. Yep, that's yeah. what Benedict Arnold went to jail for. Well, well until next time. A mighty fine Heisenberg. A mighty fine Heisenberg. To you, you fair listener. Fair listener. Bye. Goodbye.